Welcome to the Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Isabella. This is Jerron. And joining us for this episode is Jose Latour. Latour, yes. Great. From Rollins College and Success Epignon, student from Valencia College. On tonight's show, we will hear from Jose about his internship experience and success about social entrepreneurship, great leaders, innovation, and whatever comes up. Also coming up this episode, we're going to talk about some great leaders, entrepreneurship, and the coolest things in innovation in your industry. I mixed up the show, and so that just didn't quite work out the way I was thinking it was going to. Okay, so social plugs. People can find Pivot Business Consulting and Intern Pursuit and Intern Pursuit Game. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We have uh, YouTube and LinkedIn. So look for us. People like us, follow us, connect with us. We love that. Also, you can listen to us on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio. Please spread the news. We want to see if we can make this go viral. And then lastly, you can watch us uh, live on Facebook, Interim Pursuit. Okay, so commercial time. Oh, no commercial sponsors. Sponsors. And our first sponsor is Starter Studio, an accelerator and co-working area located in downtown Orlando. A cool co-working space to 100-plus companies working in areas of technology and supportive businesses. A healthy startup community doesn't exist in a bubble. And Starter Studio is working to connect startups to a broader entrepreneurial ecosystem that will help them grow. You can find them at starterstudio.org. Thank you, Starter Studio, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. So I just want to make sure I uh, share a little update. Last night, Class 9 of Starter Studio, they went on the stage at Dr. Phillips, and it was awesome. They did really a great job. I'll talk about that one later. But in the meantime, we're going to talk to Jose. He just graduated from Rollins College, and he's worked with two Pivot clients during his internship. Welcome, Jose. So glad you're here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So what was your degree in? International business major and political science minor. Okay. I need about 10 more people like you from international business. So, Rollins, we need you guys to step up to the table here. So I'm just going to give that shout out. And then maybe you can hook me up with some professor names later. For sure. Marketing professors, finance professors, and definitely advisors that can help you out with that. Very good. Because Intern Pursuit is recruiting, and we have lots of openings with great employers. Okay. So... Why did you choose your degree? I always knew I wanted to do something within business, and especially the international business degree at Rollins definitely gives you a global perspective of things and just not uh, the general business classes. So you take more of an international approach to everything, and that really caught my eye. And throughout my Rollins experience, I actually added the political science minor there that I really enjoy the classes and eventually I thought about doing a double major, but I ended up doing a minor and a major and I'm thrilled with it. Oh, that's awesome. Why did you choose Rollins? Not one of my uh, questions I gave you, but you and I are both from Rollins. We both graduated from there. So why, why did you choose it? The moment I stepped into the campus, I loved it. And I actually took a couple classes prior to enrolling and saw the great atmosphere they had there. Mm -hmm the beautiful campus and um, they speci they're especially known for the international business program and 
Orlando, I love the area, I love Florida, so right fit for me. Mm. I know, one of the things that sold me about Rollins was the how beautiful the campus was. But I've said this before, but for me, I, I had a goal, I wanted to go to Harvard, and I, I visited there, and once I came back, I went, Rollins is a mini Harvard. I don't know if they really like being, ma you know, matched up like that or identified like that. But one of the things uh, that Rollins has is they are the most beautiful campus in the United States, according to publications. U.S. News, I believe, is one of the ones that says that. I think Veterans Day is also nice. <laughs> it is, but I also think is. Nice. <laughs> but every school has its own unique, right. you know, qualifications or and beautiful qualities. Um, but you know, for us, you know, we graduated from that school, so that's okay. I, I appreciate we, we the fact. We all have our school spirit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good to have school spirit. And believe me, I, I love Valencia as much as I love Rollins. And I go back to Rollins, and I tell people that that I love this school so much. Um, I think that there are similarities. They have uh, their class size is one professor to twenty four students, and that's standard on Rollins. There's a heavy, heavy, heavy emphasis on writing. Wouldn't you agree? That's right. A lot of writing, a lot of, and especially in a liberal arts college, you take mm. a lot of a lot of classes elsewhere within your major and, and outside your major, and it's a great thing to connect different sectors and different factors of, of Rollins education into your major. So th that's a great part of the mm -hmm. Rollins. Yeah, I agree. Um, so you had two internships. Our show is about internships, and you had two. You worked with BMDM, and by the way, Chuck and Alani have been on the show. They are also a sponsor, so we always have been giving them a shout-out for a good three months. We're heading into, uh, well, four months, actually. We're going to be having new sponsors coming up here soon. Um, but they've been on the show. What did you learn? Uh, one of our hashtags is what I learned. What did you learn from being with uh, BMDM? So BMDM is a digital marketing firm. Um, that's the part I spend most of my on office time in. And I work with Chuck directly. We talked about different areas of launching a product named Postal Retargeting. Mm -hmm. It's about IP tracking and mailing post online action, direct mail towards the consumer within 24 hours. So I was trying to get some lead collection there some online marketing presence in terms of LinkedIn and different marketing outlets in online digital marketing. Mm. So you learned about lead generation, which is not something that we typically get to learn about in school, right? That's right. And as I mentioned before, the, the theory and the practice, is, it went hand in hand. And I really enjoyed the transition between what I learned in school and actually applying it towards my, towards my job there in BMDM. And what doesn't hurt is that Chuck's office is pet friendly, so people bring their, Chuck brings his dogs in, but <laughs> other people, and he had shared that there was a hedgehog. Did you get to see the hedgehog? I did not. Mm. Oh, you missed out. Yeah. <laughs> One time I was there, and I'd been there for like, I think almost two years working out of Chuck's office, and the hedgehog came in because it's a former employee. It's in a little baby swimming pool, like a baby swimming pool. And all it did was stay curled up in a ball, pretty much like how we <laughs> see them, except it would it hiss if you did anything. So it, it wasn't it wasn't a cuddly pet because it has you know quills. It just wasn't. I, I just didn't get it. I didn't understand the purpose of the pet, but and it wasn't friendly. So you know I didn't know. Um, anyway, 
Well, you also worked with another client that we have here at, at uh, Pivot and Intern Pursuit, and it's Brewer Long Law Firm. Tell us about Brewer Long. What was that like? That's right. I worked with uh, Amy, Amy the, the vice president of marketing at the law firm. I met the attorneys. I had a great experience there. I was able to interact within all aspects of the law firm, and especially working with a marketing agency there and trying to do some of the community events and the outreach and the relationships that Brewer Long as a law firm builds throughout the community. Mm -hmm. And they have an event coming up this month, right? That's no, right. No, is it May or is it June? It's May, but I don't have the exact date for you. Yeah, I think we'll have to give a shout out on that one next week for sure. Because I don't, is it invitation only or is it open to the public? Do you know? I think it's invitation only, but... Oh, so we'll have to see. We'll yeah. have to talk to Amy and ask and make sure. I'll leave that to you. You can ask Amy. I'll figure if, it yeah. out. I'll figure Just it out. Just let me know if we can uh, tell people where to find that information, and then we can encourage people to uh, maybe sign up and go check out the event. That would be great. Yeah. So what did you do there? I know you did a lot of networking. I mean, I know what you did, but our listeners don't. Well, I especially reached out to Amy, and we went to the Christian chamber, we went to the mm -hmm. Winter Park chamber as well, and I did a lot of working with the the actual law firm and the software they use to keep constant contact with their clients and their relationships. So did you have to create the newsletter also? I helped Amy a little bit with that, but she was, she was mainly in charge of that. I, I mm -hmm. took a look at that also. Yeah, so you were there shaking hands saying, hey, I'm here with Burr Long. A couple times, yes, and I also worked with a little bit of data entry and uh, uh. the social media aspect of it, trying to do some strategy there, and well, also <laughs> analyzing their marketing strategy, their business strategy, and learning a lot from that then. So what did you think? Um, you got to meet some of the attorneys there, right? Right. Yeah, and um, you were originally thinking about going to law school. What did you decide about that? I did. I met Mike Long and Trevor Brewer. They're great help for everything I asked. And I actually had a great lunch with Trevor Brewer. And I told him every concern I had with law school. And definitely after college, my main priority will be to work for a couple of years. And then I'm still deciding whether to go to business school or, or law school. So let me help you with that one. Um, <laughs> when you're looking for a job, if you go, if you really like the law industry, there's a lot of options that you can do. You can go into a, a law firm and work in the marketing department, but look for a company that is uh, either national or something that's statewide. So we have um, Harris Ford. That's a, a statewide, well, maybe they are national, um, but they're an employment law, and they would definitely have a marketing department. Um, you could look at Baker and Hostetler. There's plenty of large firms that are out there. And I mentioned those two because, you know, I, I know people there. Um, you can also consider possibly going in there as a paralegal. And I know you have some interest in that. Um, sometimes, th usually, they're going to look for people that have a certification in it. So that may not work in your favor. But if you look for something that's either um, entry-level, paralegal, they'll train you if it's a smaller firm. And if it's a national firm, something larger, I would say go for something that's either in the administration or over in the um, in the marketing sector. So either way, you get to try it out and see if it's really the environment and the culture. 
I think the Brewer Long is a very progressive and a forward-thinking type of a law firm, so I think you'd see something very different um, based on either the area of law that the firm practices or uh, sometimes the size, of course, and then just the the culture. You know, the legal cu culture has a, a certain mindset about it, too. Absolutely, and, and in terms of the law firms, big or small, they all have their in some type of way, their marketing department, their mm -hmm. business management, stuff like that. So it's definitely a plus in order to integrate the law industry and the business industry. Yeah, some of the law firms, uh, well, subject, uh, not subject areas, but the uh, law firms that would be a good fit for you would be criminal law. And I only say criminal law because they make a lot of money there. <laughs> for somebody, a client to come in, the retainer's usually pretty high uh, because there's just more risk there. Um, they would always want to have a large marketing department or they at least have a marketing mm -hmm. budget for sure. Um, other areas would be contract and entertainment. I could say that those would be a good match too. Absolutely, and in some of the work I actually did with BMDM, we, we targeted some law firms as well in their marketing efforts, and we noticed that personal injury, criminal law, stuff like mm -hmm. that, they do spend a lot of marketing money, so there's Medical definitely malpractice. Medical malpractice as well, so those are the big marketing areas within the legal industry. Yeah, yeah, so okay, good, good exposure there. So what advice would you give to somebody that's seeking an internship? I would tell them to look for a wide range of opportunities and definitely not be set on a certain expectation. Just go at it and, and try it for yourself. Mm -hmm. Definitely explore, explore different horizons. And in any situation, if it's an interview or is it an internship or a, a future job, you'll definitely learn experience and learn experience and, and, and everything else that can just further your career along. So these were unpaid internships. So do you feel that you got real job skills that are going on your resume? Absolutely, absolutely. And and definitely I spoke with you about that. We have a little bit more flexibility in terms of a, a full-time employee. But uh, in terms of uh, being having that routine of working and and having the internship with the, with the job and the value and everything like that and being used to the career, it's definitely a, a plus for everyone that everyone should try it. All right. Well, that sounds good. Great leaders. This is always a question that we ask all of our people. Who are the leaders that have had a positive impact on you? It can be one, as many as you want to shout out to, but leaders. Well, in terms of personal leader, leaders, it's just my family, the persons around me that, that have just led the way for me and all the experiences I've, I've had with them and the the obstacles we've overcome and in terms of a professional and a global leader i think i'm really interested in national leaders and mm -hmm. especially i i take a look back at some of my interests that i i enjoy like world war ii history stuff like that that's interesting yes <laughs> winston churchill um people love winston okay fdr nothing in here <laughs> the, the lights just happened. <laughs> Did we have lights? Did something happen? Uh, it's outside. It's <laughs> okay. Outside. FDR, people like that that have led in time of times of crisis, uh, and um, other law figures as well. I find myself researching the Supreme Court and stuff like that, and, and justices like Antonin Scalia and, and Thurgood Marshall. 
people like that that I just find myself researching. Did you look up Abraham Lincoln by chance? Prior to that research, probably yes. Uh, I like enjoy I, I enjoy history, so I look up pretty much everybody. Yeah, he was really he had. To honestly, for the life of me, I can't think of uh, a quote that's coming to my mind right now. But I know that there's been s uh, quite a few quotes by Abraham Lincoln in the areas of leadership and um, freedom. Absolutely, so, freedom. Yeah, uh, that would be a good one to go and check out. Um, what qualities in those specific leaders that you mentioned, like the World War II ones and everything, and like the law figures, what qualities in them inspire you at all? The main one will be just leadership against all odds and, and going, setting their mind to something and, and just pursuing that, not caring about the outside distractions and the other people, like trying to bring him down, just a persistence mm -hmm. upon those leaders. Tenacity, I'm gonna tell you, tenacity and grit, right? <laughs> those are qualities that just. And, and Winston Churchill too was a very. Oh my God, <laughs> how many times do we hear Winston Churchill? I think He's we a hear Winston well. Churchill <laughs> every <laughs> week. Because he him and yeah. Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Elon Musk, yeah, Winston Churchill, Elon Musk, Roosevelt comes up. For me, it's uh, it's actually Eleanor Roosevelt. I like this quote: "Nobody can make you feel inferior without your permission," and I find that one to be very true. And and sometimes I don't know. I just think it's a human thing, but I know it's definitely a woman thing, where you know somebody can say something and it takes us, you know, off off our game. But we need to realize that that's just somebody's, it's just an opinion, it's just words. And people say things without even thinking many times. So they can't, if we allow them to have that freedom, that right to try and, and uh, change something in how we're thinking and, and you know, lessen how we think about ourselves, I think that's significant. But, you know, there's really good quotes by these people. Yes, and, and another business leader that I often call myself looking up and, and learning from the former Microsoft CEO, Steve Ballmer. I just enjoy mm. enjoy everything he he said and the, the keynote addresses and the, just the strategy he put forward there and the, the attitude he had. That's just a CEO to look, to look up to. So I'm gonna try um, reading a book a month. And you know, I think that's a realistic goal. Um, I don't know if anybody's read any good books in here, but Maybe, do you read, since you're saying, you know, you like history, and perhaps I'm going to guess biographies, is there a, other than school, is there a book that you've read that's pretty pretty good that you would recommend? It's okay to say no, because honestly, I don't <laughs> have one. All I do is read a ton of articles. <laughs> In terms of biographies, I haven't read much, but I definitely enjoy the historical events of things and, and, and certain events in history. But in terms of books, I, I find myself rather than, like you, articles, newspapers, and, and current news. I do have a book. I mentioned this previously, and since you like um, anything that's in that war setting, too, um, The Things They Carried. I can recommend oh, I, I that one. I've read that one as well. Isn't that good? That's a good, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's little short vignettes, and it talks about what the, how much the backpack weighs, how much the helmet weighs. Everything that a uh, soldier goes into battle and what it is that they carry, there's physical weight to this, but then there's also things that relate to your emotions and your, you know, your mental outlook. And the things that they carry could be a picture. It's just a, an outstanding book. And it was a book I had read at Rollins, and it was honestly one of my favorite books. And you can get it online and, and download it in PDF because the author put it up there.
but they're not a sponsor. Yeah, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> I'm not saying anything about that one, but you're right. But it's a really, really good book. Yeah. Um, okay, dreams and goals. So what do you have coming up? What are you thinking about doing? I know you're going on vacation to go and woohoo, graduate. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm graduating. I'm taking probably a month and a half off, mm -hmm. and then I'll be back job search and, and trying to get my career going. And within two years, that's my goal, go within business school or law, or law school. Oh, we have people saying hi to you. So I think that might be you. I don't know. Are you know any of these people? No, no, no. I don't know. Anybody. Oh, look, Andy's here. Oh, no. I, I, got that us. Yeah. I know a couple people there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay so we have people that have joined. Oh, hello. We're so happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. So very good. Um, so you're going to take some time off. Where are you guys going, you and your family, I think you said? Yes, we're actually, my brother's graduating from high school as well. And my, par one. <laughs> my parents recently celebrated their 25th anniversary. Oh, my God, three for one. So we're, we're <laughs> going to the Greek islands for a little bit for about two weeks and then, then back to business. Very good. Okay. I want to go on vacation. I'm no, looking for that one. <laughs> I mean, summer's coming up. <laughs> I know, but, you know, I think I told you guys um, I'm supposed to speak at a conference, and I'm really honored to be doing that. It's the Florida Association of College and Employers. It's in June, and I'm thinking, well, that's probably my vacation. So <laughs> <laughs> but it's like three days at a resort, so it's okay, just, I'm going to count. Okay, just enjoy yourself. Just enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on doing that one for sure. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have to go to a sponsor break. Yeah, but before we do, I want to say thank you for being our first intern spotlight. No problem. Thank you for having me. And our second sponsor is BMDM Marketing Agency. BMDM is a direct marketing agency focused on helping companies reach individuals through online and offline means. Their newest product enables them to send postcards or letters to the homes of anonymous website visitors within 24 hours of their visit using a patented IP matching technology and our in-house on-demand printing. Thank you, BMDM Marketing Agency, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. And now we are here with su Success Epignon. I hope it, yeah. yeah I'm let's trying, all practice saying that name. Epignon. Epignon. You actually tried. Okay, okay. Epignon. Uh, You'll have to tell us if we're saying it right uh, ever. That's like 80%. 80%. Okay. I'm, I'm okay. getting, better. getting better. I mean, Can if it helps you, least to get my name wrong all the time, and it's pretty simple. <laughs> you know how to say his last name? Have you tried it? I haven't tried it yet. Okay, try, try and, okay this is it. It's up here. <laughs> E-K-P-E-N-Y-O-N. E oh, my no? God, you just destroyed it. Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> the 80% just went out to zero. But you speak Spanish, right? Yes, and a little bit of French, so if I can get it right, I don't uh, know. Actually, the Spanish people do better with the name. Yes? Yeah. No. Let me read it again. <laughs> Try. <laughs> uh, there. And he's reading it now. Kepinion. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> That's even more destructive. <laughs> 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 Why don't you tell us? It's Ekpeyon. Ekpeyon. Yes. Ekpeyon. That's like in the most generic form you can get it. <laughs> I know. I'm going to practice. I'm really well, going to practice. Well, if not for your last name, it's still your first name, so we'll, we'll remember you for your first name for sure. Success. Right. <laughs> Which, because, how did you get that name? Let's uh, start off with that. Uh, people <laughs> do ask that question a lot. Um, my parents, my dad um, worked with a German family um, just before I was born, and they had a German son called Success. 
and uh, the guy was very brilliant, very smart and all of that and developed this amazing bond with my dad. And so um, <coughs> I guess my dad got inspired by that as well. Um, and then my dad was also someone who loved to see people, uh, you know, go for human capital development, develop themselves, grow, because um, that was something he wanted for his life and for his kids. So I guess maybe those were some of the things that inspired him. Like, hey, mm. uh, I have a question. Just, yeah. Are you firstborn? Yes, I am. Okay, now see, it even makes more <laughs> sense. Because when you speak that over your firstborn, it's greater <laughs> chance, right? So people get people get really excited when they when they hear that's my name, but I don't get as excited as they as they get. You know, <laughs> I get to tell them it takes a lot of hard work to keep up with such a name. Yeah. Yeah. That, I, no <laughs> kidding! Oh my God, could you imagine having that name? Yeah. <laughs> I have a pretty in terms of Spanish-speaking countries. My full name's Jose Alejandro, so. <laughs> It's not easy to pronounce. No, <laughs> Jose Alejandro. Le okay, I'm like slaughtering <laughs> it also. So that's sad. <laughs> but yours is longer than that because you, it's Latour. Latour, that's my last <laughs> name, yes. Yeah, so say the whole thing. Jose Alejandro Latorre. Yeah, okay, it sounds beautiful. Jerron right? Thomas, pretty simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Isabella Johnson, nothing. And then say your whole name again. My full name? Sure. Uh, Success Ekbayong. This, it just sounds so pretty. <laughs> sounds so pretty. So back to you. I understand you're a Valencia graduate. Yes, uh, technically on the sixth of May. Okay. So Sunday, yeah. coming Sunday. Four days. Four days. We have two <laughs> graduates in the room. So congratulations. Thank you. So my my second question: What made you choose Valencia? So initially, I it wasn't Valencia I was coming to. Uh, it was Fulce was a choice, and, and that was because I could get uh, maybe a two-year bachelor's, or you know, at, from Fulce. So um, it was the initial catch. But along the line, um, things didn't really go very well with Fulce. And so right there at Fulce, someone had, someone told me about um, Valencia, and that was how. I got over here, applied, and fell in love with the school. Um, it's a very interesting journey, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing about the school? About Valencia? Yes. I, I think the people, the experiences, and the um, opportunities around in the environment to enable you build yourself. Uh, for me, I can confidently say I'm not the very same person who came into the school two years ago. Um, the amazing professors and faculty, uh, you know, um, administration and a lot of people who are just there watching out to see you become better. The student development, the opportunities to participate in student activities and explore all the opportunities that uh, it offers you to grow yourself and become, you know. So these things collectively, um, I think it's a very um, interesting uh, platform for people like me. Especially if you really want to grow, you really want to, you know, uh, develop yourself. Mm -hmm. I would recommend Valencia anytime, any day to anyone. Yeah. And how do you think you've most grown since coming to the school? Or in what way? Uh, first of all, I, I think I... Um, uh, the kind of professors who are able to um, blend properly with me and help me um, uncover the paths that I want to find for myself and also the leadership opportunities. So at some point, I became the student government president of... Uh, this campus, of course, uh, seven, uh, about over 20,000 students, and that's huge. That's something you, you know, personal responsibility, you have to learn on the job as well, technical things that you weren't very conversant with, and also representing students, you know, outside um, the campus in different places around the country, and also um, even before the board of 
directors of the school, which was also a very huge, um, <laughs> a very huge task to undertake. But uh, all of these things have built in me unique um, characteristics and um, I would say strengths that I would take into the future. Besides academic, you know, exploration and all of that. Um, I mean, I met Isabella some time ago. Yeah, it was uh, like a year ago. <laughs> there was a time I was gonna, s I was supposed to do like an internship with her, and uh, for some reason I declined. And then I, I, I had an opportunity to do a program called Service Learning. It's a three-credit load class here at Valencia uh, from the Honors College, and um, it, it just gives me an opportunity to design. Um, certain kind of things. Choose an first choose an organization of my choice mm -hmm. um, that I want to learn with. And then I found Starter Studio or Canvas, as you may call it. And then um, there I met Isabella, you know, again. And <laughs> this time I got stuck with her. There was nothing I could do about it. <laughs> you know, and um, I had to learn a lot. Uh, I'm developing some ideas and some, some social entrepreneurship uh, projects, of which Isabella was, um, was very helpful and some of the other persons I met there. Um, so these are some of the benefits that um, Valencia have accorded me um, during the course of my studies here, and it's fascinating, and I really, really love it. Yeah. All right. And although you didn't intern with Isabella, not directly, <laughs> no. But he sat at my tables. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was literally on that desk. Yeah, I was a student like all the time. <laughs> yeah, he mm. was there a lot, and you know, he he would sit in different parts. But mm. I had said, yeah, come and sit at our tables. So he did come on over <laughs> and. and just so you know, I'm going to be working out of um, Starter Studio twice a week in Winter Park. So mm. I want to be able to be down there more so I can be accessible, obviously, to Rollins campus. Um, but just be able to integrate with a, a different area of town than just the downtown mm -hmm. area. Um, so I'm excited about that. And if you're wanting to come and visit uh, Starter Studio Winter Park, that would be a really good thing to come and do also. Awesome. What awesome. do you, well, I don't want to take away from the questions that you're asking, <laughs> oh. but he, he's, he's got another update. He's going to be transferring and going to school. I'll let him share. <laughs> where. But um, when do you take off for that campus? Uh, officially uh, for the fall. Okay. Um, so University of around. South Florida, yeah, in Tampa. Mm -hmm. Okay, are you here for the summer? Are you going someplace? I'll, I'll be here for the summer. Okay, great. <laughs> he can come down and check out um, Starter Studio downtown. You too. I want you to come and check it out. You know, Rollins has their own office in there, and that's where the students can come in, and they they interact with some of the businesses that are in there, but it's not a very structured program, so I'm, I want to work on getting something that's more structured in there. Is that the Canvas Studio? Yeah, yeah. It's Is it close neighbor. to the Vespa store, you know, the motorcycle no, store? No, I know where, th well, I don't know where it used to be, but it's on the corner of New York and Morris Boulevard, right across from the uh, SunRail train station parking lot. Okay. It's right there, like near the post office. Yeah, I, I don't. I think the Vespa place is on Moore's further mm -hmm. down, but there is a uh, Canvas. It was Canvas. It's Starter Studio now. They're on the second floor there. So anyway, going back, <laughs> <laughs> sidetracked. And like I was saying, so even though you didn't necessarily directly work under Isabella, what do you think, or at least what do you think you learned from like your time with her and the project she helped you with? Oh, that's so nice. Okay, so um, I am very passionate about human capital development and from the side of the world that I'm from, I'm from uh, Nigeria and West Africa and from, you know, from that side of the world, um, one of the things that have really challenged us is human capital development. And so uh, part of my passion is to see how to scale human capital development, not just in Africa, but 
Tall World Nations especially. And so I found a very good environment at Startup Studio to uh, discuss these concepts and how I could um, come up with it, you know, in a way that it could fit into those systems. And they were pretty, I mean, amazing with all of the ideas and suggestions. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's, it's still something I'm working on. And I'm going to spend more time this summer working with them still. Uh, so I'm going to be coming around some more. Awesome. <laughs> I'm really glad to hear that. You yeah. know, so it's, um, it's fantastic. With some of the professors I discussed with them, we're looking at um, some South American countries, some Caribbean nations as well, and um, taking all these ideas and projects into those places uh, to help um, young people um, you know, find relevance as well and become social transformational agents as well. So, so um, since you're still going to be here for the summer right. and you said that you're still interested in doing <laughs> some things, um, <laughs> you, might, you might enjoy this. Yeah. Uh, so I am going to be bringing in some more international students from awesome. the international program over at Valencia. Awesome. And maybe you might like to help shepherd them through awesome. some of this process. So That'll yeah, that would be great. Mm -hmm. I would like that very much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think the diversity thing is, is so important because that's one of the things that, um, I mean, even developed countries are struggling with now, how to manage diversity and how do you see an international person come into your space and you're able to, um, uh, you're able to look at that from a positive perspective and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So uh, there's a whole lot of discourse from that side that we can also see how to blending properly and, and diversity mm -hmm. I know that I've said this before is not limited to just where people are from <laughs> diversity includes um, gender and includes vets mm -hmm. it includes individuals with disabilities mm -hmm. it is way bigger than just um, where where our origins are from or where we may what languages we speak it's it's bigger than that so I always want to make sure I'm acknowledging that because we have some really interesting people that uh, work inside of Pivot and in, in Intern Pursuit, and some of them do have disabilities. Um, they are either in a wheelchair or they are in, um, they have other limitations, but they are extremely um, contributing. They are very high functioning, yep. and they're the same as all of us. <laughs> I actually think everybody has a disability. Mm -hmm. It's just that some are visible and some are not. And yes. so I, I just really feel like um, we need to make sure inclusion is is a something that we actually keep as the forefront, mm -hmm. and we remember that. So yeah. I'm really glad that you're sharing that. Thank you. It's yeah, very important. Thank you. Yeah. Um, again, I hijacked. <laughs> I hijacked. I don't mean to. I told you this. It's all a conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Very good. But one thing I did, I forgot to ask you. What is your actual degree? Uh, so uh, it's going to be in. Um, uh, it's a pathway. It's a pathway program for business analytics uh, and information systems. Mm -hmm. So I have done a good part of it here, uh, a part of it here, and I'm going to continue that um, at the University of South Florida. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're getting some questions from some listeners. This is pretty awesome. <laughs> so, success. Somebody is telling you, congratulations. Do you <laughs> see the name? You know this person? Uh, yeah, I, I know them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can give them a shout-out if you want to. Hey, how you doing, Rafael? Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And, and there's that's, a I can see Onome there. I can see Michelle as well. Um, thanks for joining. Yeah, <laughs> and there's a question for Jose up there. So let's make sure we address that. Jean-Carlos Elias uh, says, Hello, Jose. What skills do you believe are crucial for entering the business world? <laughs> just 
I believe just being a well random individual and having experience in, in a variety of areas. Just Somebody's really <laughs> loving you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, these are your friends, I assume, right? Um, yeah, so a shout out to Giancarlo and Andre and, and Daniel as well. The Very ones, good. Uh, the ones that yeah, so we're glad that you guys are listening. Thank you. But let's make sure we answer those questions. What skills as an international student has helped you grow as an aspiring businessman? And how do you plan to use these skills in the future? And quite frankly, I'm going to ask that question of you too. That's a very good question. But good we'll question. let Jose go first and then you. Mm -hmm. The reason I chose my degree, it was to gain that outside perspective of things and, and just not focusing on, on a set of, of business criteria, just looking outside the box, being innovators, being creative and, and definitely internationals. So um, definitely now will be to have a couple of sectors within business that you really enjoy and for my case is probably marketing and finance mm -hmm. and to have that, that legal interest as well yeah, it makes you a triple threat. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, just trying to find things you love within your, your area of uh, studies and, and just pursuing them and trying to specialize in them as your career progresses. That would be good. What about you, Success? Yeah, first, I think um, um, managing diversity. You know, mm -hmm. um, Valencia, it's one place where we're very diverse, really diverse. I've visited a couple of schools in America, and the kind of div diversity I've experienced in Valencia is um, incredible. And so even having seven in the student government as the president, I had several. If I had people from different parts of the world on my team, and so to be able to have worked with them, uh, manage our conflicts and our differences mm -hmm. where, uh, where, you know, where it, where it, where it was, and um, to be able to work with them as well uh, was also something incredible that I have to take as well with me to wherever I find myself. And also to be able to uh, manage different kinds of stakeholders, you know, um, so dealing with um, school administration or people in the community or business partners that are interested in doing stuff with Valencia or organizations out there or the, the government you know uh, the uh, the mayor's office who may want to partner with students to get things done and then you're still working with students and school administration at the same time mm -hmm. this different stakeholders and relating with them and providing for them the things that your office requires that actually pushed me to explore different approaches of relating with different kind of, and, and this is very important in business as well. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're dealing internationally, whether you're gonna meet people that are very different from you and the expectations will be different. And so putting all of this together um, is something I would treasure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. We've <laughs> had good responses tonight. Oh we have and I'm loving <laughs> the engagement. Oh my gosh. And then somebody you're up there you're some very said, popular guests. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like really on fire up here. We've never had this much engagement. This is awesome. And then somebody else was saying uh, that you're very blessed, it says. Oh. At the top of the list, oh. right there. <laughs> yeah. You have a, I have a lot of good experience with him, and best regards and good luck. And Thank you, Rafael. That's very nice of you. Yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. <laughs> very nice. So, so back to success again. Yeah, back to success <laughs> one more time. Mm -hmm. um, what advice would you give someone seeking an internship? Internship. First of all, internship is so important. Uh, and I see 
I mean, you could call it internship, or you could also bring the concept of volunteerism or community service or service learning like I did. You know, all of these things are ways in which you, you, push, you push yourself out of a regular academic environment or your regular comfort zone. And these are spaces where we get to learn things that, you know, that um, we ordinarily wouldn't learn, you know, until we're in such spaces. And so I would encourage people. There is a unique experience you get out there, especially when it, is in, when it is in an area of your passion or in an area you're very interested in. You know, you connect more with people out there, you know, and, and that has in itself some level of fulfillment because you are directly enriching your personal self. You're enriching those things that matters most to you. That's why people could do it without getting paid because mm -hmm. it, it's something that is, is adding an incredible value to them. So I, 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 f I feel that anyone who is not embracing such things uh, is missing a critical part of life, a critical part of life experience. For instance, l last Saturday, after my exams on Friday, I was at the, um, uh, what do you call it, the, the food bank in Orlando. And I, I was there a few weeks back. I was there again, and this time around, I spent about eight hours with them and just serving and helping them do stuff. And while I was serving, I was just picking up on unique inspiration, things that were definitely going to be important to the kind of ideas I'm formulating. So until you're in those kind of environments sometimes, you do not experience these advantages. So I would advise every student, every person out there, you know, find time, you know, create time to invest you know, in some other person's business, in a way, <laughs> you know, which in the other way enriches you. Yeah. So um, I do want to make sure that I encourage. Oh, hi, Diana. She was here last week. Yay. <laughs> um, so I do want to encourage you guys uh, that when you get this, you know, share it. And all of the people that are listening, this would be really great if you guys would share the show. We love it when people share. It goes out into your own circle of influence, and it can bring more awareness. We want to be able to change this show up. I was talking to Jerron mm -hmm. about this a bit and see how we can take it to a, a like the next another level. level. And I'm open to suggestions, like what is it that students want to hear about, but even more importantly, um, what do employers look for? And I can tell you, this is one of the things, so I'd really like your feedback on this. Um, I work with employers and I train them in how to have ethical internships. Because when anybody is being asked to work for no monetary compensation, you want to feel like you're getting something of value back. And that's one of the, the tenets that I really push to employers is this is about investing in people that um, want talent. They should remember the fact that they were the same as all, everybody else that was looking for experience. So, you know, you need to invest in others. So I was thinking of invest in interns as a hashtag, ethical internships. We obviously have the what I learned. What type of um, advice or feedback do you have for employers that they should consider? Because they're thinking about the return on investment, and you're a finance guy. So you have to think, both of you need to think like an employer because it sounds really nice to go, yes, we're going to invest in others, but it, there's a hard cost. It's anywhere from 3500 to $4,000 to bring somebody in to work with them. Thank you, Jerron, um, to come and work in their company, and then there's training costs. So that's why employers don't necessarily want to pay 
extra you know funds and Jerron's telling me I have five minutes so I need to wrap it up so I'm letting you guys know I, the I try same to be stealthy too. about it yeah but that's okay I mean I need to tell them too because it's like obviously I'm excited about the topic so success one two sentences what would you say that is really important that an employer consider and then I'm giving you time to think about it because you've got your business and finance hat on I, I think employers need to think about the the development components that it brings to their people. I mean, if that is, is if that is the interest of the employer, then it shouldn't be a challenge deciding whether or not to uh, provide them with this opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, I I would love to work for an organization that is very concerned about my personal development. Mm -hmm. I want to see an organization interested in me. That will go a long way to. Uh, determine how much of the contribution I would want to make to such an organization. Yeah, of your time and longevity, exactly. right? Exactly, yeah. So if I see an organization put up that approach that, hey, uh, there is this opportunity out there. I would like you to go try it out, you know, and all of that. If you feel like you want to give me some time to do that, then I would, I would, I would see a lot of value in that organization. I would see reasons to take that organization seriously and perhaps communicate more outside if I was... Maybe. So remember, you're supposed to have employer hat on. I got to switch over to Jose, though. <laughs> you're sounding good on the student side, employer side, employer hat okay. on. Okay. <laughs> I think for for an organization to get a, a young, um, aspiring professional into the entry level positions of a company, it's just an asset for them, and you can especially groom them to be to fulfill those needs you have in your company and to bring that extra edge of of experience, even though they're young and 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 hungry for, for learning, they do have a lot to bring to the table and, and they should be taken um, uh, more than seriously in, in, in a professional aspect and, and as well as an internship provides you with future professional opportunities as well. So you should take, it, should take that into consideration as well. Mm -hmm. I think we need to allow Success to talk about his, his great leaders. leader. Yep. Yep, okay. <laughs> so uh, one of leaders I've really admired is his name is Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe. Um, he was um, a leadership, uh, I would say, coach, you mm -hmm. know, and he he served several governments, you know, um, advising several governments and businessmen, you know. So um, one of his favorite saying used to be, uh, I mean, he's late now. He died in 2014. Um, he used to say that um, when the purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. You know, that used to be one of his popular saying, and for he, he had really inspired uh, my thinking a lot. Uh, seeing the, the level of impact he made on African countries and third world countries, um, counseling their presidents, helping them, you know, um, see more strategically how to solve their problems. Uh, those are the kind of aspirations I have in the future, and I see myself doing that too. Um, so that's one that stands out for me. Mm. Very good. Thank you for being our student spotlight. <laughs> yep. All right. So Valencia Spotlight. I want to give a big shout out and a thanks to Valencia College. Thank you for letting us be in this radio um, station. We love this station. It's really got um, great equipment, great people. We love Q. He's the station manager. He, he walked by. I was waving to him. <laughs> um, knowledgeable staff, fantastic environment. And Rollins has a radio station, too, so we want to connect with them. <laughs> that will be a goal that we do next week. I'm going to set that as a throwdown with you and I, Jerome. All right, I'm ready for it. Okay. <laughs> now, before we end the show, do any of our guests have any more shout-outs? 
Yeah, you can give <laughs> shout-outs certainly to all these people because Andre is somebody that we need to meet. There's another question up there for you. So this person really is a good friend of yours. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> if you could go back in time and go through college once again with the insight and experience you have now, what would you have done different in regards to internships, extracurriculars, or anything in general that would allow you to go even further? I want to meet this person. Mm. And I'm serious. I want to meet this person. But you don't have to answer that because we don't have enough time. But if you ever come back on the show, there you go. Yeah, bring <laughs> that person with you because we're going to have a complete dialogue with this one. Is right. this your personal friend? Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, he's, he's actually studying in, up in Boston now. Okay, I, I, yeah. I, Andre, I want to meet you. But any okay. shout-outs for you, success? Uh, I, I definitely would appreciate Onome, um, which I can see there, um, Bank Komolafe, uh, Chimar, and Julia. What and about your parents? My parents. Oh, my parents. Yeah, they, I mean, they <laughs> <laughs> say hi to so, your parents and your family. Hi, mm -hmm. and um, but I really want to also appreciate Valencia for the enormous contribution they've made to uh, my life. You know, in the last two years, um, the administration, the Valencia Foundation, of the offered me some. I'm going to give a shout out to Dr. Yeah. Kelleke. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Valencia alumni and um, uh, student development, and even the SGA team I served with, um, yeah, I thumbs up to them, and I want to say a very big thank you. It's been worth the while um, schooling here at Valencia. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So just just a quick one for uh, my, my family, my brother, and uh, my friends obviously over here, and yeah. my <laughs> my girlfriend, that the, her, her birthday is on Friday, so <gasps> shout out Happy to her. Happy birthday, what's yes. her name? Veronica. Happy birthday, Veronica. <laughs> we hope you have a good birthday. And, and a shout-out to my family as usual. Yeah, and Aunt Darlene. We yeah. love you, Aunt Darlene. I had a whole phone call conversation last night about how much you love her. Yeah, <laughs> did you? Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I am going to give that shout-out for your Aunt Darlene. <laughs> she was always liking our show. She shares it. She's awesome. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, and my shout-out is always to um, thanking all of the people that have interned with me um, for this previous uh, semester, thanking the ones that are going into the summer with me, and that's Jerron. Thank you. Oh, no We're problem. really excited. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be bringing <laughs> another person into the show, Val. He'll be coming in, and he'll be in in the next week. All right. Yep. And then also a special thanks to all of our um, clients. I really do want to acknowledge our clients and, and our sponsors, so thank you. And I always want to end the show the same way we began it. So just like how she started with this is Isabella and this is Jerron, I want to include our guests too. So you guys ready for that? <laughs> all right. This is Isabella. This is Jerron. This is Success. This is Jose. And thank you for listening to the Intern Whisperer Live. We'll see you next week. Bye, people. We love you. <laughs>